the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back. As we head into Hour 2, it's a delight to bring back our congressman representing Arizona's 1st Congressional District, David Schweiker. David, uh, welcome back to the... Welcome back to the warm climes of uh, Phoenix. You'll take it over <laughs> D.C. any day the weather here, won't you? Sir? Oh, heavens, yes. And, and you're home with family. And though, you know, every 15 minutes has another appointment, but it's worth it. You're doing it at all. You did You did a neat thing. Your staff did. Uh, we were talking last week about this fabulous organization in Sunny Slope, the House of Refuge, which uh, yeah. deals with homeless. They had a ribbon cutting, opening up 22 uh, more housing units, and you sent some folks out there. They're a great group, uh, Julie and, and, and Joel. Gosh, they're a great group. They're such an inspiring it, organization. The team was very impressed. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think we even have some folks who want to help them out a Good. little, so, so that's wonderful. Good, yeah, 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 good stuff. Let's talk about stuff that isn't so good, but will only get better if we do bring light to it. Uh, first and foremost, I want to get to the IRS thing, but before we do that, Joe Biden thinks it's a good idea to start talking about Bidenconomics. I'm old enough to remember uh-huh. when we, Reaganomics was a hit on Reagan. Uh, at, why is he bragging about Bidenconomics? <laughs> why is well, he saying, why is he saying, David, that he, uh, inflation is down more than 50% from what it was a year ago? Does he realize who was president a year ago? Yeah, yeah. It's look. Um, first thing is, I listened to most of it while I was in the truck racing between appointments. So yes, I listened to it, so you don't have to. Okay. Um, this was not an economic speech. This right. was a campaign speech. Yeah. And it makes perfect sense if you know you're going to get hit with something, then try to brand it yourself. Okay. All right. Um, but the the perversity of the speech um, missed one key thing. Mm-hmm. Americans, American working men and women, are poorer today. You are poorer today than the day Joe Biden took office. That's right. Inflation, when you goes up, wages go up, but they don't go up nearly as fast as inflation. Um, particularly our community, you know, the Scottsdale Phoenix area, for the continental United States, we've had the highest inflation. Mm-hmm. You know, if you sort of annualize it over the last couple of years. Um. You've had your head kicked in, you know, and whether real, you're real workers' age, real workers' wages, as I rate, is are down fifty six hundred bucks on average per year. That's yeah, a lot so, of money. So the mean, depending on on how you do it, is um, you know during the Trump years, um, real wages adjusted for inflation mm-hmm. nine nine point something percent up, yep. which was just remarkable. Yep. Um, I believe most of that was because of tax reform and yep. so in the regulatory reform. Yep. Today, if you actually give, if you take the entire country, so you get the benefits of areas that had fairly low inflation, you're about 3.5% of your wages, you're poor. Mm-hmm. Um, if you take something like the Phoenix market, you may be three times that. Yeah. Yeah. What is it that explains, by the way, why Phoenix or, or the Maricopa County area is getting hit so much harder than other it places? It was um, inbound population. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, housing shortages, um, some of the things that go with being prosperous. 
Um, look, inflation is too many dollars chasing too few goods and services. Right. If you have an economy that's not producing right. more goods and services, so the price of what you have left is those, those dollars compete for it, the price goes up. Um, so if you have supply constraints like we've had, um, we had the benefit of much higher inflation. You know, you you put this together, and you've got to think the voters. You got to wonder about the campaign strategy of it, because you know, as much as I try and push certain things that I want to be part of the campaign, whether it's foreign policy or some of the social issues we've talked about, David. At the end of the day, still, I think probably the predominant issue for most voters is their pocketbooks. They well, know what they're well, they know what they know what it was like four years ago versus what it is today, don't they? Yeah. They know what the gas. Um, pro- and, and so sometimes they don't actually know it. They just understand yeah. that for some reason at the end of the month, they're poor. Yeah. yeah. They, they don't have that little extra cash. They're not going out for a, an evening on the town. They're not buying that more expensive piece of meat. Um, and, and look, I'm blessed. I have a fairly prosperous district. Mm-hmm. Um, I've one of the best educated districts in America. But even for those populations, um, you know, when you've had, you know, uh, the last couple of years, a, a, a perverse statistic, but I just happen to know this one. The left has talked about, well, you're rich if you have $400,000. Okay. okay. That's a very high income. Okay. Um, that's 2% of the population. Do you know today, compared to the day President Biden was elected, that $400,000 today buys three hundred and Three hundred forty thousand, maybe, maybe three twenty, no depending on the part of the country no you're in. Of uh, purchasing power, wow. you start to realize this is one of the great scams that's going on in government, particularly in tax policy. As inflation, people are moving up. Um, these brackets, these things are not inflation adjusted. So it's not only just your purchasing power; it's the creeping of the tax bracket that are starting to crush people. David. Uh as long as we're talking about taxes, I got to talk to you about the IRS and these whistleblowers oh, yeah. and this scandal. I, I saw you talking about it. I think was it with Maria Bartiromo earlier? How uh, how serious is the media taking this? How serious is this for Merrick Garland? This really isn't a story about Hunter. It's about the Department of Justice. I think perfect bingo. I'm impressed. You you nailed it. <laughs> and, and that was actually my problem with Maria trying to say this isn't about Hunter. This is about, we, we have career IRS employees, one a Republican, one a Democrat, neither political, and they're saying we've been working on a criminal IRS investigation for right. five years, which right. means they have to do it with the law enforcement, right. which is the Justice Department. Right. And the Justice Department, at every turn, kept playing games mm-hmm. to benefit um, the Biden family, but also benefit the Democrat apparatus around it. And a good example of that is when the transition team was put together for President Biden, or then President-elect Biden, the Justice Department called them and let them know what was going on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You think you or I or any average American would ever be treated this way? Um, They played games to stall and stall to some of the most serious tax years actually rolled off on the statute of limitation. And um, the IRS whistleblowers think a lot of this was purposeful. It's, once again, 
um, it, it's it's the weaponization, but also the fact that Washington D.C. is overwhelmingly overwhelmingly controlled by the left, and there really are two tiers of justice. One, if you're part of the Democrat apparatus, um, the rich and powerful is part of that group, or if you're part of the rest of it. You know, you think about what what's going on here, where the IRS, uh, uh, where the IRS lowered the charge, uh, was involved, in, and the Department of Justice lowered the charges approved by prosecutors, the tipping off of the Bidens on the searches, the evasion of paying taxes on on hundreds of thousands of certain influence peddling income. You know, it really is true <laughs> for the Bidens. I, I'm, when the when the government calls and says I'm from the government and I'm here to help, they really they really are trying to help the Bidens out, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, not to call you names, but you're a lawyer. <laughs> um, and have you ever, do you think um, when you were part of a Republican administration, you would have gotten this type of treatment? Well, that's, that's see, that's what everyone knows. And, and, and what everyone knows, too, David, is, I think, not everyone, or at least half the country thinks, they're so frustrated by this. They're so frustrated about how, yeah, they, do, how does it end? How does it stop? Why and, is this and, not anarchy, right? And the, no, well, um, my argument is why is this so dangerous? Yeah, okay. There is a collapse of belief in institutions in America. You know, we, we so many people have almost nothing they believe in. And then when you get the, the bureaucrats, the, the IRS investigators, who their job is to, you know, to, to try to get all the dirt they can on you and you're cheating on your taxes, hand it to Justice Department, let Justice Department decide to prosecute you. When even they're coming to you and saying, um, this is a collapse of faith yeah. in the bureaucracy, yeah. um, I, I will argue it's much more damaging than just the Biden family and understanding sure. how the media covers for them. Sure. How do you rebuild faith yeah. in the country's institutions? Yeah when this sort of stuff continues to be exposed. No kidding. Uh, and and by the way, I just what's the sense of, of your colleagues about all this stuff? I mean, is th- this is about the worst shoe to drop, or at least the most evidence for oh, no, shoe no, to drop. Oh, no, there's much more coming. There's much more this coming. Is, okay. This is what I got to do. I, I chair oversight. Yeah. yeah. So this was sort of in our bailiwick. And remember, these whistleblowers came to us. Right. We had 14 hours of voluntary transcripts yep. from them. Yep. This wasn't from some investigation. They came to us, and that's what's happening right now. Is the, the the leaks keep coming to us, and we keep and the Justice Department keeps blocking, the FBI keeps making it difficult, and this is part of the job. Um, but you would think if if the, the the institutions wanted to defend themselves and create faith again, they would just come clean. Yeah. And instead, it's it's running a basically um, blocking operation for the administration. With Merrick Garland saying something astounding last Friday at his press conference when he said to question the integrity of the Department of Justice is to put uh, your fellow Americans into uh, into a compromised safety. I, I, I've never heard of such a thing. Not since oh, no, Mo- no, no, Mitchell no, Palmer. Both, oh, no, no. They, yeah, they, that's been one of the running leftists of saying to question us is yeah. you're bringing hostility yeah. towards Yeah, 
Incredible. You're hurting our feelings. Incredible. I, I, I just don't know why the press would ever investigate a federal or a governmental institution ever again under that rule. Yeah, well, only if they're a Republican. You, I guess that's right, because you, you, you were, you've been around long enough to know that that's okay. not a rule Attorney okay. General John Ashcroft got or Attorney General Bill Barr well, or Attorney I, General Jeff Sessions. But, but, but not to personalize it, which yeah. I'm going to. Okay. I've had my head kicked in, looking around, going, but... Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I had an employee who who screwed up, and we you know we self reported, we fixed it, paid a big fine. But I look around and go, but my Democrat colleague over here has done it in spades, and they get away with it, yeah. and you get explained. Well, that's different. Yes, it's different. Oh, There's, yes, it's different. They have a D. David, let me take this moment to wish you a, uh, a slightly premature, but I know a blessed Fourth uh, of July holiday. It's just such a magic one for us and for me. I know what it must be for you guys as well. All right. You're wonderful. You are too, David. God bless. We'll talk to you next week. I am Seth Liebson, 602-508-0960. We will be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show, 602-508-0960. And all your cultural acculturation, David, are you hip to the Jimmy Buffett au The what? Au vous. Au body of work. It's a borrow word from the French. I would have assumed it was French. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you call them, borrow words. O-E-U-V-R-E. The works of a, usually an artist. Okay. It could be a shaft. Okay. It could be a. I've painter. always heard the the term discography, or is that just published works? Discography. Yes. Interesting. It's not a maybe, word I know. Maybe that's just published. I've works. never. I mean, it's a word I know. I've never used it. I've I'm never sure. used it yeah. until now. There we go. So why just use like discography when you could say over? Yeah. yeah. No, it's I, this I campaign to make everything about, longer. Yeah. You want four syllables when I'm giving you one. Two. One and a half, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're dodging the question. I, I don't know much about Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. Pick up, a, pick up a Greatest Hits or You Had to Be There or something like that. Uh, a vinyl? Uh, that's not how we do it now, is it? Do you have a vinyl player? Well, I'm working on that, too. Uh, okay. Well, if you don't, <laughs> download a couple or just go to our you – can, can you transfer our – our bumper music into a, a personal playlist or a, of any kind? You know, not legally. Probably <laughs> yeah. not legally. Yeah. I mean, we, we could talk Maybe to spend the some suits. time on YouTube or some we video talk player. To suits, Just go to YouTube somewhere. and do Jimmy Buffett's yeah. greatest hits. You'll be fine. Perfect. Son of a son of a son. They're great stories. They're great stories. You doubt. Have I misled you on a single cultural piece of appreciation ever? Ever on anything once. <laughs> Besides our talk about quarters? <laughs> well, that's just because you were wrong. But have I, have, I, have I ever misled you, whether it's food or music? No, not really. Not once. No, no, no yeah. not once. Merrick Garland is misleading you. Uh, Jonathan Turley, law professor over at Georgetown, um, wrote a column today. The New York Times has confirmed one of the key allegations— that Merrick Garland is lying. The newspaper buried this major fact in the 21st paragraph of the story this morning. It confirmed, however, that U.S. Attorney David Weiss did attempt 
to bring additional charges in California and D.C. against Hunter Biden, but was blocked. Many have observed the placement of the disclosure in the Times as a classic example of bearing the lead. If this, if this were Bill Barr or any Republican attorney general, the confirmation of the story would have been a banner headline. Instead, the confirmation is found in with the baggage 21 cars down the train, as Jonathan Turley puts it. But here's the paragraph. In mid-2022, Mr. Weiss reached out to the top federal prosecutor in Washington, Matthew Graves, to ask his office to pursue charges and was rebuffed, according to Mr. Shapley's testimony. Shapley is the Gary Shapley is the uh, IRS whistleblower. A similar request to prosecutors in the Central District of California, which includes Los Angeles, was also rejected, Mr. Shapley testified. Remember, this is under oath from Shapley. This is under penalties of perjury. A second former IRS official who has not been named told House Republicans the same story. Here's the sentence. That episode was confirmed independently to the New York Times by a person with knowledge of the situation. So Turley writes, if the New York Times is confirming that the episode was the repeated blocking of Weiss, Garland stands contradicted in his statements he made he's been making for months, including just last week. Garland appeared irate at the suggestion that Weiss was denied any opportunity to bring charges anywhere. This is what he said last week. As I said at the outset, Mr. Weiss, who was appointed by President Trump as the U.S. attorney in Delaware and assigned this matter during the previous administration, would be permitted to continue his investigation and to make a decision to prosecute any way in which he wanted to and in any district in which he wanted to. I don't know how it would be possible for anybody to block him from bringing a prosecution, given that he has this authority. Garland also denied the allegation that Weiss asked for special counsel status. As Turley writes, I'm not sure what is worse, that Garland was clueless or duplicitous. Despite despite my support for his nomination, Garland has not been a success at justice. Indeed, from the start, he seemed to shrink from view. There is also a danger of willful blindness on the part of Garland in avoiding such knowledge as underlings undermined Weiss. We simply do not know, but we need to know. In speaking with people at Justice, Garland does not appear to be a hands-on manager in the model of four other attorneys general. While he cannot be called a figurehead, he is certainly not someone who conveys operational or active control of the department. If Weiss was refused the ability to charge in two other jurisdictions, the key question is whether he did, in fact, ask for special counsel status. If so, Garland could be facing serious consequences, even an impeachment effort. The coverage by the New York Times suggests that the media may be forced to cover this story, albeit reluctantly. For Democratic members, it is now becoming even more embarrassing. Democrats unanimously opposed the release of the recent evidence and have opposed efforts to investigate the Biden corruption scandal. What is clear is that Congress now has ample basis to pursue these answers fully and aggressively, with both potential criminal and impeachable questions, the authority of Congress is at its apex in using subpoenas to get to the bottom of the scandal. Faster, please, as my old friend Michael Ledeen would say. I'm Seth, 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. That's a haunting song based on um, based on the story of uh, 
the Tin Man in The Wizard of Oz and his uh, his uh, colloquy with the wizard. Have you ever read the book? Frank L. Baum, is that it? Yeah, yeah, L. Frank Baum. Have you, or Frank L. Baum, yeah. Have you ever read the book? No, but the, I, I know you, there's a, have you seen the movie? a few of them. Yeah, there's no, there Oz are. The Great and the Powerful. There's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Like You've seen the movie, Oz, though? And, yeah, I've seen the old one and the new one. It's a tremendous, tremendous dialogue uh, between the Tin Man and the, and the Wizard. It's really, it's really haunting. And she uses some of the lyrics from that. What does he say? What does the Wizard say to the Tin Man when he wants a heart? He says, um, he says you don't want one of these things. It's an imperfect instrument. There's never been one made that didn't break. Isn't that clever? Smart? Sad? There's a lot in there. Uh, a lot around that, that uh, colloquy as well. Anyway, uh, welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. 602 Do you know how he got Oz? How he came up with the name Oz? No, I don't. He was trying to come up with a name, and he was looking... Um, at his uh, filing cabinet, metallic. Remember those old metallic and filing cabinets? Or, Believe me, I've owned one. And if it wasn't metal, metal, it may life. have been before <laughs> they made those, but it was a, a, a filing cabinet. It might have been wood. It might have been. But remember how they were organized, David? They had those little cards by alphabet, A through B, A through D, D, E through J, whatever. He was looking at it, and he said, O through Z. O dash Z is how he got Oz. Perfect. Isn't yeah. that kind of interesting? Thank we had a professor. Didn't have any more files? <laughs> yeah, we had a professor uh, from Rutgers on a few years ago talking about this. The whole the whole Wizard of Oz book. It was the first book he said. This professor from Rutgers. It was the first book that um, that uh, where, ch- where 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 children were given uh, the paradox, the paradox of a character such as a good witch. Literature had no concept of that until Frank Baum, the idea of a good witch. And I believe he said it was the first American novel written for children, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. You may want to dig it up for your own edification. Anyone can get them in our previous shows. Why are you looking at me like that? I I was looking at you because for a minute there I thought you meant I would uh, dig up my L. Frank Baum and I was like, well, that's about a forty book. No, no, no. Right the interview, there. it's easy. You let your fingers <laughs> yes, do yes, the dance. Forty the t- minute interview. No, no, no. It's really easy. Challenge, it's yes. really easy. Let your fingers do the typing. Biden will be haunted by the ghost of his campaign past. This is really interesting from issues and insights. You know, something where I don't know. You think of these bumper stickers that might work for 2024. Maybe we should ask the audience for some thoughts on it and crowdsource it. Had Enough is the one I've always liked. You got an idea? Uh, Yeah, I've got one on the back of my car, remember? Yes, but it doesn't – yes, you do, but it it doesn't give one the right conclusion. Defeat inflation, vote Reagan. Yeah. Vote – Insert blank here. Okay, defeat inflation, vote, insert blank here. I like that. You do have that on your car. God bless you. That's true. Um, But the other one, speaking of Reagan, is are you better off than you were four years ago? I mean, it's just going to be demonstrably impossible for anyone to feasibly say yes, defensively say yes. And this is is with, you know, all of the economic policies, for that matter, all— other policies coming from the Democratic Party. 
Well, the Republicans have the House. You may say, yeah, you bet. Name a piece of legislation they've been able to get out that the Senate signed off on that Joe Biden signed. No, not yet. All we can do right now is set up legislation and investigate through hearings. But anyway, Biden will be haunted by the ghost of his campaign past. This is really, really good and important. Um, If you'll stay with me, I'll, I'll give it to you when we come right back. Threats to our financial freedom and stability are growing. Russia, India, China, Brazil, Saudi Arabia, and the list increases are conducting international trade in local currencies and not the U.S. dollar. Rising interest rates and bad loans are exposing the banking system and causing failures. The Biden administration sends hundreds of billions of dollars abroad while depleting our strategic oil reserves and ignoring crumbling infrastructure here at home. However... The biggest financial threat may be coming from within. Central bank digital currency is real. The patents have been filed and the big banks have released plans for implementation. The veterans at Midas Gold Group see devastating implications. The end of cash, the end of financial privacy, big government able to see your every purchase, ties to social credit. Own private currency. Gold and silver now get free silver just for asking Midas Gold Group how you can use your retirement to own physical gold. Call the Midas Gold Group today at 480-360-3000. That's 480-360-3000. Or check them out online at MidasGoldGroup.com. Our friends at Issues and Insights tell us that uh, the headline from Axios was Biden's 2024 vision, play 2020 again. If true, that means Joe Biden will be running against himself because the attacks he lodged against then-President Donald Trump four years ago on the economy, on COVID, on disunity, on corruption, they are all worse today. Before COVID, for example, Biden was attacking the economy, arguing that despite the 40-year low unemployment rate in 2019, things were worse than ever. In a speech he gave in Scranton, Pennsylvania in October of that year, he talked about an interview he'd done with 60 Minutes during which he was asked about the unemployment rate, which was at that point 3.5%. He said, I go back to your old neighborhoods and I ask the folks how they're doing, how they're feeling, and they're in trouble. Fast forward to today. Biden is now bragging endlessly about how the unemployment rate is just 3.7% and about all the jobs he created. So do what Biden advised. Go back to your old neighborhoods and ask them how they're doing. What sort of answer do you think they'd give? Real wages have been falling since Biden took office. His 40-decade high inflation rates overwhelmed wage increases. TIPP polling shows that financial stress today is higher than it was during the peak of the COVID lockdowns. All 36 demographic groups we analyze are in the stress zone, prompting us to call it an epidemic. The TIPP poll also finds that 51% of Americans give Biden a failing grade regarding his handling of the economy. Only 28% give him an, either an A or a B. Under Trump, the widely followed Consumer Confidence Index steadily rose, climbing almost 40%. Since 2021, it has steadily fallen. In that same speech Biden gave in 2019, he said, quote, if you're going to restore the middle class, we need to start to reward work again, close quote. But Biden has done more to reward people for not working than perhaps any president in history, which helps explains it helps explain why millions have dropped out of the labor force altogether at a time when millions of jobs go unfilled. 
Biden also insisted that much of the economy's pre-COVID success under Trump was thanks to Obama. We handed him a booming economy and he blew it, Biden said during one of the Biden-Trump debates. But look at the record under Biden. After the COVID lockdowns, the economy came roaring back. By the time Biden took office, the GDP had regained almost all the ground it had lost. The unemployment rate plummeted from its 14.7 peak in April 2020 to 6.3% by January 2021. That was all before Biden signed his $1.9 trillion rescue plan into law. Since then, the economy has been wrecked by inflation. Growth has been anemic and negative in the first half of last year. The jobs recovery slowed, and now there are growing concerns about another recession. If anybody blew a booming economy, it was Joseph Robinette Biden. How about the attack line against Trump that he'd cause deep rifts deep in, the, in the country. In an October 2020 speech, Biden said, quote, as I look across America today, I'm concerned. The country is in a dangerous place. Our trust in each other is ebbing. Hope is elusive. Too many Americans see our public life not as an arena for the mediation of our differences, but rather they see it as an occasion for total and relenting partisan war- warfare. Instead of treating the other party as the opposition, we treat them as the enemy. This must end, close quote. Not only has Biden failed to end any of these problems, they've all deteriorated as he continually fanned the flames of hatred and animosity. The TIPP Unity Index finds that 72% say the country is divided, which is up from 61% last year. Meanwhile, the Real Politics average of nationwide polls finds that 66.3% say the country is on the wrong track, compared with 53.8% just before the COVID lockdowns. How about COVID? During his campaign in 2020, when the official COVID death toll hit 200,000, Biden said, quote, anyone who's responsible for that many deaths should not remain as president of the United States, close quote. But there were more COVID deaths in Biden's first year in office than under Trump, and the total number is now well over 1 million. I will also point out that is after a vaccine, which Trump did not have. Corruption? All this talk from the president about corruption comes from the most corrupt president we've had in modern history. He is the definition of corruption, Biden said at one of his 2020 campaign stops. Today, despite the studied indifference of the mainstream press, we are every day learning more about the depths of Biden corruption. And we're not talking about a completely made-up claim that Trump worked with Russia to influence the 2016 election or the multitude of other accusations that turned out to be exaggerations or lies. We're talking about a very credible claim that Biden took millions from foreign government officials in bribery scheme, in a bribery scheme to change U.S. policy while he was a sitting vice president. We're talking about whistleblowers saying that Biden's Justice Department thwarted investigations into his son's illegal activities. In other words, we're talking about honest-to-goodness high crimes and misdemeanors. We won't even get into the accusations about Trump as a wannabe dictator from a guy who openly brags about defying the law to get his way. So we say good luck, Mr. President, on running against yourself in 2024. It, it is interesting when you simply look that, um, it, it, yes, it's, it, it's, 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 increasingly interesting when you simply look at any of the data points Joe Biden promised he would imp- improve or repair upon, whether it was co- any of them. You name me, honest to goodness, even we didn't even get into foreign policy. You name me one area 
one index, one, one index that Joe Biden has improved in this country since his presidency. One. One. Whether it's tangible or intangible, whether we're less divided or more divided, whether there's more trust in government or less trust in government, anything, whether the economy is in better shape or whether the economy is not in better shape, whether we are, have stronger alliances with our allies or weaker alliances with our allies, whether our enemies have been uh, quieted and have, been put, have had the quietest put upon them and been pacified or that they are more aggressive and on the march. All of this is easy to demonstrate. All of it is easy to demonstrate as having gone far south and in the wrong direction since January 2021. First run, right? Yes, 1982. You didn't want me to say it over the year? It's a year. It's perfectly fine. It's no FEC violation or FCC violation. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson show. You think where were about, you in 82? Yeah, where were you in 82? Um, Biden economics. Um, failing banks. Stock market volatility. Talk of a second recession, as we just read to you about. And certainly inflation. Where do you go to invest? Why Refi has an answer. They have a portfolio with a high fixed rate of return, and it's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed. It's a portfolio where you can turn your monthly income on or off. You can compound it, whatever you like, with no loss of principal if you need your money back at any time. There are no fees in the secure collateralized portfolio that delivers a high fixed interest rate. Why Refi is local, I encourage you to stop by their offices. They're on Scottsdale Road in the 101. I've been there, and you won't. Get a sales pitch. No one's going to ask you to sign anything. When you meet with the team at Y-Refi, you'll see why I like and trust them so much, and you can too. They are a due diligence approved firm where you can earn up to a 10.25% rate of return. That's right, a 10.25% fixed rate of return. Check them out at investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, then refy.com. Or give them a call at 888-Y-REFI-34. 888-Y-REFI-34. I was talking earlier about uh, one of Katie Hobbs's power grabs. Anyone who thought she was moderate, she is not. Uh, you can look at what she did with the transgender issue yesterday. But what she did last week in removing from all county attorneys the ability to prosecute a law she does not like, a law that the courts are in the middle of determining which one it'll be, but passed into law by the people via their representatives in the state legislature. And the county attorneys have the authority and the responsibility to prosecute those laws if they are broken. Not the governor, not the attorney general. And she made an announcement last week that she is taking the power from the county attorneys to do it. Well, Rachel Mitchell was having none of it in her press in, in one of her press conferences today. Here she Oops, I can't get the audio. Yes, I will. I promise you. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Here's Rachel Mitchell talking about it today. Our current governor took an entire category of potential offenses and is attempting to prevent locally elected county attorneys from reviewing and making charging decisions in those matters. But what happens next? What happens in three and a half years? What happens when another person occupies the governor's seat and attempts this kind of power grab? Think about that. Think about the precedent that Katie Hobbs is setting. Any governor can now take away the power to prosecute from the county attorneys any law that governor, he or she, 
simply doesn't like. Yeah, we're the enemies of democracy, all right. We are. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.